This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Mr. John Willis, CEO of Free Space Social. For all future listeners, today is Monday, February 7th, 2.05 p.m. Eastern Time, 2022. And I think it was this morning... Or last night, I thought it was like a like a crappy like boomer meme. But I guess Rumble is actually they just offered Rogan. They're like, hey, we'll give you a hundred million dollars over four years, no censorship whatsoever, which yeah. would be insane. Because yesterday, I think the CEO of Spotify he bent the knee, man. He said, I apologize that we're hosting Rogan, and I pledge a hundred million dollars to. Uh, minority voices and podcasts which i guess would help me because i have a minority podcast but man go woke go broke but before we get into all that introduce yourself man thank you yeah so uh as you said my name is john willis i'm the co-founder and ceo of free space social which is a new social media platform that launched uh, in the app stores february 1st of last year um i live in uh, arizona just outside of phoenix i grew up here in the heat. So I always tell people I'm not afraid to go to hell because I live in it. Um, but yeah, so we started a free space social, um, as a, really as a reaction to everything that has been going on with big tech, uh, with all the censorship, shadow banning, purging of conservative voices and non-conservative voices for that matter. And we just said, you know what, we're sick and tired of the tyrannical type of mindsets that big tech has and their partnership with, uh, you know, the government and controlling narratives, controlling information. And we decided, you know what, we're going to launch an alternative um, that can be autonomous, uh, that doesn't have to rely on um, big tech in a sense to, to really function. Um, so, you know, right now we are, we, our first version or 1.0 version is live in the app store right now that you can download um, both on iOS and Android. But um, we are getting ready to launch a 2.0 a version of our platform, a whole new front end and back end on our private cloud network. Um, and it's also autonomous from the app store. So if you don't want to download it in the app stores, you'll be able to download it on a browser, shape, uh, save it to your home screen, and it will work identical to the app. And so uh, we're getting ready to launch that later this spring. Uh, costs a lot of money, um, but we are, we're doing it. So with free space, um, you know, one of the first uh, decisions I made was, uh, you know, as, as a company, we wanted to make sure that we, we put to, had the right values and, and everyone that we brought on our team had very similar values with regards to the overall mission and vision of what we want to do. And, uh, you know, the, the team that we assembled, um, what's great about us is none of us are really greedy in any way, shape or form. I mean, we all like making money, but it's not our sole driving force in life. And um, we wanted to make sure that our values are Judeo-Christian type values really spoke louder uh, than than our words. You know, the, the our, our actions that we did as a platform and then what we do outside of social media um, are honorable, uh, highest of integrity, uh, things that are very rare in today's world. Um, you know, we're all about honesty and, and integrity. And so, you know, the one of the first uh, decisions I made was to bring on uh, Yaku Boyens as the president of Free Space. He is... Uh, very well-known um, 
a fighter of child sex trafficking globally. He's originally from South Africa, former professional rugby player, uh, former NFL player. And um, he's now a commentator on, or a contributor, I should say, on the Blaze TV network. Um, and then uh, we were able to put a, a great team together of professionals from from Parler, from uh, WPP, the largest ad agency in the world. Um, and then even our board of advisors, uh, the first person we brought onto our board of advisor, uh, or, or advisory board, excuse me, was uh, Dr. Ben Carson. Um, oh, so we have Dr. Ben Carson. We have Nick Vujicic, um, who's a well-known um, pastor and public speaker around the world. He was the uh, guy that was uh, born without any arms or legs. And he's used that disability as his ability to preach the, uh, the gospel around the world. Uh, he's spoken to over 730 million people. So we wanted to make sure that as a platform, we're doing something different, that we're not just another right-wing echo chamber app like a parlor or getter, that we want it to be the true antithesis of Facebook, where we will have everything, all the features that you love, but none of the bull crap that you hate. And so um, that's that's what we're building right now. And we're, we're really excited about what 2022 is going to bring. Yeah, there's a, you know, we're we're kind of, we're kind of losing the big picture because some people, I mean, I get maybe they don't necessarily mean it. Maybe it's just a, you know, kind of off the cuff or a, a lack of a, a better way to say it. But they're like, we need a conservative Facebook or we need a conservative. And it's like, dude, that's no, that's just as that's just as ba- we got to fight yeah. the Nazis by putting all the Germans in concentration camps. And it's like, dog, like love the energy. But yeah. time out. No, 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 no. The point yeah. is to not do this at all. So. Although, well, I, I mean, and we saw that with Getter. I mean, Getter yeah. has been purging conservatives because they speak out against Getter or they say something that Getter doesn't like and then they ban them. It's just like, well, you guys are just doing the same thing that, that Big Tech did. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, like you said, it's the purging of conservatives. But I, I like how you caught yourself and said, or just the purging of anyone, because that's yeah. what that's what it really is. Like, you know, the things I got banned for. I was permanently banned from YouTube for interviewing Dr. Peter McCullough. And the thing that he got banned for was him telling people to go buy four vitamins from Walmart, regardless of vaccine status, because they could just they could help you. Yeah. That's it. That's not that's not conservative. And to me, isn't he like one of the most published the doctors most published in cardio American renal physician in the world and world history, yeah. not American world history, uh, cardio renal, meaning the heart and the uh, kidneys, which, oh, my God, yeah. are both related to the vaccine and if that wasn't enough i had on dr malone yeah several times before rogan ever did but i won't pat my back the point is this is there is going to be initially it is going to look like sort of conservative parallels because just by nature of the fact those are the ones being banned right mm-hmm. parlor getter whatever odyssey rumble bit shoot you can name them whatever you want they're all the ones i'm on uh, Gab, I just started using that. But you need something that is completely independent. You also need to have someone, you need to have a platform that's okay with, with it's, it's fucked up, but Kathy Griffin holding a, you know, a, a, an effigy of Trump's head. Disgusting. Yeah. And I don't know if that, that might or not, that may or may not be illegal. I don't know if Secret Service will visit. But the point is, is you have to have it all. You can't just have, we need a pro-America website. You do. But you also have to have people that can go on there and tell you why Donald Trump is Satan. And I don't agree mm-hmm. with that, but you have to have it all. And we're kind of I think I said this with Elise uh, the other week is um, or Miss Pride, excuse me, is as I talked to you about meditation before we started recording, it's kind of like the late Ram Dass used to say, there's nowhere to stand. And sometimes you think you got it. 
You'd be like, you got the car, you got the house paid off, you just got married. Now life's good. You're finally at the the good times. But then, you know, there's a problem with the mortgage or there's a there's a flood or your parents die. And yeah. you go, okay, well, once I get over this, then I'll be happy. And you keep all the way up till next thing you realize you're on your deathbed. And that's kind of my logic right now with alternative platforms is it feels like there's nowhere to stand. And that might be good. It might be the truth that maybe Rumble signs Joe Rogan. Maybe you guys do. Maybe something insane happens and it's like, we did it. We beat big tech. Eventually, Google, don't be evil. Eventually, these things will. might take 10, 20 years. They'll start to eat themselves and there's nowhere to stand. And I can't quite decide is... Is there a platform to be built that is the thing or is this just perhaps good practice to understand that there is nowhere to stand? Maybe we can stand for a couple of years or a decade or two. You could stand, quote unquote, on YouTube for probably what, 15 years. No, I'm rambling now. But what are your thoughts on that, man? Is there any end point or is it constant evolution? I think it's a constant evolution, but I think what we're evolving to is something that we're not used to yet. I think small is going to be the new big. Yeah. Meaning that you're you're going to see these monopolies of Google and Facebook eventually be broken up, whether by the government itself through antitrust laws, or you're going to see it through just stupid business practices like Facebook's doing right now. Um, that's why they lost twenty six billion dollars in market cap last Thursday. Twenty you know twenty six percent drop on their value. Um, so I, I think. I think small is the new big where you're going to see a lot more smaller platforms that are niche specific launch, um, you know, like uh, apps for, for hunters or for, for football lovers or for NASCAR, you know, that are going to be social media platforms that are very specific to one certain niche. Um, And then that, that's how it will grow because Facebook's biggest fear is to lose those type of audiences, not just a main platform, but to lose them in general. But they also don't realize you know, the God complex that they have right now, they don't realize that they're shooting themselves in the foot. Oh, yeah. um, you know, prior to, to uh, starting Free Space, I, I owned a digital marketing agency, which I still own. But um, and so, you know, running ads on Facebook and traditionally has always been, hey, that's that's where we're going to, you know, get our cheapest clicks. You know, our, our CPMs are always cheap on, on Facebook. But now just getting any ad approved on Facebook oh, yeah. is next to impossible, especially if oh, yeah. it's any type of client that may have any conservative leanings or if they're um, an issue of national importance, which is a line that is in their ad platform. So if you have like a nonprofit that fights child sex trafficking, good luck trying to get an ad uh, approved. In fact, there's one client that we have that I, I sit, sit on their board. It's a bunch of Beverly Hills plastic surgeons uh, who do full facial reconstructive surgery on trafficking survivors. And we could never, ever get an ad approved on Facebook because they said it was an issue of national importance. Well, hell yeah, it's an issue of national importance. We've got kids that are being kidnapped as they, you know, as young as two years old that are being brutally raped, beaten up, and their faces are slashed when the, the traffickers are done with them. And we're trying to raise money to, to fix their face and to give them the psychological support that they need so they can have somewhat of a normal life after going through years of pure un, unadulterated hell yeah. and facebook says no we're, we're not gonna do that you know but hey you know if you want to you know do anything else you know if you have you know a store that sells flowers yeah we'll, we'll approve those ads 
but anything that could really use some help, they, they stay away from it. In, in, in reality, their ad platform has gone so woke that now you're starting to see the results of it in, um, in their market, in, in, the, in the stock market. Investors are, are fed up with Facebook. Um, I think they overplayed their hand with the God complex that they've, they've had over the last few years with all the metadata collection that they have on every single human being. Um, with uh, the control that they have, with the, the monopoly that they and Google have on digital advertising uh, globally. And, uh, and I think they just, I think that they just got a little, as my grandpa would say, got a little too big for their britches. And uh, um, they're, uh, they're starting to get some wake-up calls. I, I honestly think uh, Facebook's biggest mistake that they're making right now is this whole metaverse thing that they're launching. Um, this alternative reality. You know, uh, Netflix came out with a documentary a few years ago called uh, The Social Dilemma that talked about how social media is addictive and it was specifically designed to keep people on the platform longer so more ads could be delivered. But the negative effects of it have been teen suicide, cyberbullying, a flat out cold civil war but in the United States between Democrats and Republicans that was all generated by social media. And so, you know, what we're seeing now is we're seeing big tech instead of, or, or Facebook in, in a sense, instead of trying to solve those issues, they're now doubling down and they're making it even worse. Um, I wrote an article for uh, the Washington Times a few weeks ago, uh, specifically about the metaverse. And I was uh, basically saying how this alternative reality that they're creating is a new way to lie to yourself. Um, and, and, and the whole culture shift that we're seeing right now is based 100% on lies. There's no basis of reality anywhere anymore, uh, whether it's regards to, to gender, to, to medical facts, to science in general. Everything is based on ideologies and opinions rather than actual facts. And so when we look at this alternative universe that Facebook is creating with the metaverse, it's really no different than the Ready Player One movie that Spielberg put out a few years ago, where everyone is living in this alternative reality world. You can be anybody you want. You can look any way you want, you know, if you're fat and ugly in the real world, like me, um, you can be, you, you know, Brad Pitt. You're What's that? You shut your mouth. You're beautiful. I won't have it. I won't <laughs> no, have it. Oh, dude, let me tell you, it's a lot of work right hey, here. A hey, hey, uh, lo lot of lotions and creams. Hey man, um, hey, I'm white and Irish. I, I trust me. I, I know that. I know the fight, but no, I get, dude, yeah. Dude, so, so basically you're saying you tan just like me, that nice shade of red. That's so. why I stay inside and, uh, have translucent <laughs> skin. You don't need to check, take my pulse. You can just see the veins pulsing. But you, the, only saying, thing, yeah. the only thing that white privilege has given me is melanoma. I know, so. seriously. <laughs> but I know, right? It's all it's 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 all in the hands of a big SPF sunblock. But you know, Ready Player One, right? You don't have to be anything, or you can be anything you want. But yeah, no, it's a way to lie to yourself. There's a great article a couple of years ago called "Post Truth Politics." Um, you could even go farther back to that book, Simulcron Simulation. How we're now basing things off of things, off of things, off of things. It's like echoes of echoes of echoes. So you don't yeah. even remember what the original thing is anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, uh, sorry, I cut you off there. Uh, no, 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 no. no. I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting to see where, where we're going as a society. I mean, um, not to get biblical, but heck, it was prophesied that we see stuff like this, where in, in the last oh, days, oh man, I mean, men, it is men would be lovers of their own selves. It is good revelations. Oh, dude, like, we live in revelations, man. <laughs> good is being considered evil. Evil is being considered good. Uh, you know, common sense is uncommon. Morality is immoral. Uh, you know, it's just it, everything is just so flipping backwards now. 
Um, and it's all by design. I mean, everything that we're seeing right now is just one massive social experiment on, on society as a whole. And uh, it's amazing how much that we've allowed to have happen. But I think, I think in reality, I think we're at a turning point right now. We're seeing it up in Canada with the truckers. We're now seeing another trucker convoy start here in the United States. Uh, Finland um, is having protests right now. We're seeing protests in, in Australia and in France where people are just fed up. You know, they're, they're realizing that what this whole COVID ended up being was, yeah, people died, but nowhere near the amount that deserved the amount of tyranny that we, we've seen as a result. You know, when you've got a virus that has a 99.8% recovery rate and you're having people thrown into internment camps in Australia, you've got a real problem. Um, you've got people that are being, I call it mask shamed on airplanes. I mean, I, I fly almost weekly and it's, it's, I cringe when I hear, you know, wearing mask is federal law. I don't remember Congress ever passing a law on this. I remember an executive order, but that's not federal law. That's an executive order that's supposed to be temporary. And even those executive orders are supposed to be limited. But, you know, when I sit on these planes and, you know, I was in a dead sleep once I was flying from Cleveland back to Phoenix and my, my mask was right here. And my nostrils weren't even exposed. I'm, I'm passed out and I'm sitting in the exit row because I love the footroom. And this, this flipping hombre that works at the American Airlines, he shakes me to wake me up. Pull your mask up, sir. I'm like, my mask is over my nose. It's not high enough. I said, well, these damn things don't work anyways. Yes. You know, it's like, yes, and, and, and he's like, he goes, don't you cop an attitude with me, sir. You need to pull your mask up. I said, I'm not copying an attitude, but I will tell you this right now. The size of a COVID particle is 0.13 uh, um, microns. The N95 mask can only filter something as small as 0.25. So this little cloth mask that I have on is nothing but a chain link fence trying to stop a mosquito. And, and so I said, so don't give me this crap. I said, I, I'll wear them. I'll pull the mask up, but I'm not virtue signaling here. And, and, that's, and, that's, and it's, it's unfortunate that we're seeing these mask Nazis out there that are, are getting after people saying, you must wear the mask. You, you know, you put on the mask. Put on the mask. This is for your house. It's, yeah. If they tell you to pull the mask up, you just got to tell them, no, it's, it's cool. I have Ebola. This isn't stopping this. <laughs> you know, get the CDC. <laughs> I always tell, they're like, where's your mask? Well, I'm masking my emotions right now. Does that count? No, you, you, know. Know. you just got to tell them you got like Marburg or something. Like, no, it's cool. I got bubonic plague. Like this ain't stopping shit, buddy. But no, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To uh, to go back to what you're saying about the um, the child, my body, my choice. I know, no, that doesn't count here though. To go back to like fall 2020, I started this podcast in December 2019, so like maybe like 10 months into it, I had broken like a thousand subscribers on YouTube and like a moron. I was like, any day now they're gonna monetize me. Pro tip: you can't get demonetized if you've never been monetized. But I started, I just started kind of just playing with things. I was like, well, why don't I just play the game? Like uh, maybe if I have to run ads or something, just on anything simple, I'll get like a a pretty widely accepted episode or something. I interviewed a guy that walked on the moon. I was like, no politics here. 
So this guy walked in the moon. And like, so that kind of worked, right? I did the Rob Manning, the, the chief engineer of NASA JPL, designs the rovers that go to Mars. I was just trying to grab these sort of like vanilla episodes. And they were getting some, and the clicks were pretty cheap. But I was like, you know, I was like working at a liquor store at the time. Like, it's limited funds. And I was like, well, how about, so I had on like these like these like Delta Force guys. And they were talking about like the looming civil war. And I was like, well, that's a little incendiary. Let's try that one. And that worked. And that got like a ton of views for me, at least sure. like 40,000. So I was like, well, why don't I try to maybe do something that tugs on the emotions? And I was actually trying to like be mature about it. And I was like, how about instead of like a conservative talking point? Because I am. I was like, so I've had on people from the organization win this fight as well as Safe House Project, anti-human trafficking, anti-child sex trafficking. And I tried to run the ad and they said I couldn't because it was a national political issue. Yeah. And so what I did was I just screenshotted that. And then I, I ran an ad on that image of the screenshot saying, I would just like to run an ad on this image about how you guys won't allow anti-child sex. And they let it go through immediately. They green, they green lit the original ad and stuff. Wow. You just got, Hey man, you just got to dial up the crazy on them. But like, yeah. so there are these things though to where that's not free speech, but to, we're getting off into the ether with all this stuff. Um, with these, that's okay. Uh, we didn't have anything planned. Yeah, so no, I know. Good. Oh no, I know there is no ether. I you're right. It's very accurate. I <laughs> call me out. Yeah, no, I don't know. I guess in my own mind, I start getting thoughts and then just assume you can read my mind and wonder why we're not staying on that. It's so what you're talking it's about. Okay, I have that same problem with my wife, dude. It's cool. It's, it's, yeah, it's it's it's, yeah. A, it's a man thing. What you're talking <laughs> about with the sort of, I, th- I think you are right, and this is coming from someone with a biology degree and absolutely no idea to, to do anything with tech. But it seems like that's where things are going, right? Even just decentralization of something like cryptocurrency or maybe even just look at the national level like to the formation of the country right we need independent states or you know strong sovereign nations are good we don't want a global thing competition is good whether it's monopolies with standard oil or or uh or the 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 big railroad companies back in the early 1900s or 1800s whatever it is competition is always good and i think you're right and i could be completely wrong i think you're right we're probably going to see this these independent kind of bubbles of hunting uh, skateboarding. This is this is about COVID. This is about UFC. This is about meditation mm-hmm. and these kind of independent things, almost almost like subreddits before Reddit went full Nazi or communist. Yeah. Almost kind of little communities. But that sounds all well and good. But back to the nowhere, there's nowhere to stand concept. Where are all of these hosted? Amazon Web Services. Who owns those servers? So is there really any decentralization at all? Because right after January 6th and everyone went to parlor and then AWS just said, now, nah. and Apple said, yeah, you can have all these apps, but when they're on the app store or they're on the Google app store or they're on AWS, it's like, dude, we're not really decentralized at all. Like we kind of are in, in, in the idea of it, but they still have the gun to everyone's head metaphorically. How do you yeah. jump around that? How do you get true decentralization? Well, it's very expensive. I, I know. And that's um, a, that's but, you know, there, there is some inside info I do have because my CTO is the tech co-founder of AWS. Um, and so, you know, we were able to can find you, out exactly can, what happened with Parler. And Parler was not as innocent as everyone thinks. You think he would come um, on my podcast? Um, it'd be very boring. But no, I'll, uh, he, I'll, he, I'll talk. Sorry, keep going. Yeah, he, he's a brilliant guy, but he won't he won't get on a podcast. I know that he's he's right, as right. he's as much of a hermit as right. a hermit could be. Right. But uh, 
But yeah, I mean, Parler, you know, no offense to Parler, but their previous CEO uh, just refused to monitor the platform. There was no moderation, nothing. There was nothing that was policing, you know, people making posts about slitting Nancy Pelosi's throat or stuff like that. And Which so, is illegal. so and, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, Amazon and in, in their terms of service specifically state that if we're going to be hosting your app, there's certain guidelines that your app has to abide by um, or else we have to sever our contract. And, and one of those is any illegal activities. Well, those type of posts are illegal. And yeah, I mean, there's definitely some politics involved with that, but they warned Parler for months and, uh, you know, the CEO just told them to go pound sand and I, there you go. My, the rest is history. My huge problem with that is I'm just looking at it from forget politics. Let's just say I'm a cutthroat businessman. Let's say I'm a Rockefeller or a Carnegie. I'm going to be like, all right, let's go make some accounts, go get on that rival platform and say it's time to kill the president. Why would you not do that? And then furthermore, how come on Twitter, how come Kathy Griffin could keep an image of a severed head? And how come the Taliban's still on there? How come the leader of Iran can say death to Israel? Where are we? I mean, it seems like a cop out on Amazon. I mean, as someone, again, that's never worked in the tech space, and it's easy for me to, to preach from my, my leather chair. But is that not a pretty simple cop out? Uh, sorry, man, Tommy, Tommy violated. Did you see episode 695 when uh, John Will said slit Nancy Pelosi's throat? And it's like, anyone could do that. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, and that's and that's the tough thing with with moderation because a lot of it is subjective. Um, last March, I met with the president, uh, President Trump at uh, Mar-a-Lago and his team. Really? And one, mm-hmm, yeah, and one of the awesome, by the way. I mean, the dude just walks in and he's like, "Okay, I'm in charge." Okay. All right, free space social. What is this? How do I look? I've thought it was originally my idea. I've known John Wills all my life. John's a good man. You know, can't tan like me. Okay, doesn't Met have John spray. back in '75. You're like, I'm not. I was born in '81. It doesn't matter. I knew you before knew you were back born. Then he was a crazy man. Great angel, great, great man. Probably the worst, or the greatest. Probably or the, the worst. worst. Never met. I've him heard in the my, greatest, but also the worst. Never met him in my life. Never heard of him. <laughs> know everything about him, but know nothing. I've never <laughs> seen him in my life, but here he is. He's my son. Like, so yeah, Maestro. so we met with him, and one of the questions that he asked was, what is the hardest thing about running a social media platform? And this is, I mean, there was, an, uh, as soon as we met with them, flipping Axios came out with an article about the meeting, and we kept it shut. You know, nobody knew that we were meeting with them, and um, this is before they announced, well before True they social. announced True Social. So, um, but he asked me, what was the hardest part about running uh, a social media platform? And I said, honestly, it's moderation. And I said, it's real easy to catch porn. I mean, sure. you know what boobs look like, you know what other things look like, but um, it's posting stuff that's like, okay, does this violate our terms of service or not? And the way I describe it to people and I describe it to the president this way is I imagine that you have a football field, you've got a hundred yards to work with and you have out of bounds lines. So you can hit each other as hard as you want within reason, but there's rules. Yeah. But you can still knock each other out pretty hard. Uh, but then there's also these out-of-bounds lines that you cannot cross. And if you cross it, there's a penalty, you know. And so um, I said, you know, here, here's an example. <laughs> it's another Nazi example. Boy, it's 
talking a lot about Nazis today. Um, let's say you have a, a photograph of a, a Nazi soldier, you know, an SS Gestapo guy holding a gun to a Jewish woman's head. She's kneeling on the ground in the snow, and it's a real famous photo. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's getting ready to blow her brains out. Um, you post, someone posts that, no caption, no context. They just post that photo. Does that photo stay or go? Second scenario, same photo. The caption says, this should never happen again. Okay, so this person is now saying, we're never going to have, an, we, we don't want another Holocaust. The Jews should never be, or any, any people should be uh, you know, separated out and, and murdered like this. You know, the genocides, that should never happen again. Third photo, third post, same photo. This should happen more often. So now you have someone that's literally calling for another Holocaust. Does that stay or go? Hmm. And at what point does freedom of speech have a limit? And, and, and so it's an incredible example, actually. Yeah. And this is my daily life, bro. Um, trying to figure out it does it stay or does it go? And, and, and so like I told us the president, I said, I said, I, I totally see how Facebook became corrupted with this power because there's a lot of power in having the ability to delete someone's post. Yeah. And I and I have that power. I'm an admin on Free Space, and I can delete someone's post. And um, heavy lies. And I said, but it's even more powerful not to delete it, meaning to actually abstain. You may disagree with it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying like pornography or anything. That's sure. a, that's a given. That's gone. But but if it's a post that you vehemently disagree with, and you're like, well, I got to keep it up there. You know, here's another example. You have the Church of Satan, they create a group on your platform and they're constantly bashing Christianity and saying how great the devil is, blah, 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 blah. Does it, do they stay or go? And, and I'm like, well, I really don't like the devil. I think he's a piece of garbage, but I cannot, I cannot ban that because then um, I'm no good than big tech. I mean, because technically they're not violating our terms of service because they're not posting anything that's illegal or pornographic or sexually explicit. They are posting some flat out evil, rotten things, but it doesn't cross that out of bounds line. Yeah. I had uh, one individual, I won't name him, but I guarantee if I told you his name, I'll tell you his name off the air, but um, if I told you his name, you would know exactly who I'm talking about. But he wanted to invest into free space. This was a few months ago. And he said, um, are you going to allow LGBT groups onto your platform? He says, because you know the Bible says that, you know, they're of the devil and blah, 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 blah. And I said, yeah, of course. Of course they're allowed on free space. And he's like, well, you know what the Bible says? Well, I said, yeah, the Bible also says love one another, love your neighbor, judge not lest ye be judged. You know, Bible says a lot of things. And I said, who am I to ban them because of their life choices? Now, if they post anything sexually explicit or pornographic, then yeah, they're going to be banned. Um, and then the, then he really went to left field. He's like, what about yoga groups? I'm like, yoga groups? He goes, well, you know, yoga is satanic. And I'm like, well, I do feel like hell after I do yoga. So yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> John Willis doing stand-up, everybody. He'll Dead joke right he'll there. Be, Coming to you live he'll be, he'll be here from the improv. Coming here for uh, the next three nights. Um, but, <laughs> Bring your kids. Family, yeah. family clean club. 
comedy right here. But yeah, so like that that was that was a topic of conversation that came up. Like, okay, what type of groups are you going to allow? Now, are we going to allow hate groups like the Klan or BLM or stuff like that on onto the platform? That's really tough. I mean, you know, we we don't allow hate speech, and so you know we have to very put very uh, you know, and then and that's another thing. What what is the difference between hate speech and hated speech? Because there is a difference. So, you know, hate speech is I want to ha- string up every single you-know-what up on a tree. Mm-hmm. Hated speech is uh, I think Trump's a great president. Yeah. You know, yeah, or no, I think I, Biden's a, a, a great president. That's hated speech to somebody. Yeah. I lived that's in, not hate speech. I lived in South Georgia for, I mean, deep South Georgia for two years. Yeah, I know there's a difference between hate speech. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, real quick, I need you to monologue for like 30 seconds. I got to use the restroom. But I think I have... I think I have some responses to the queries of, of the, the Einsatz group and putting the gun to the woman's head, the church of Satan. I think I have, I think I have some answers, but I need you, you to want me, you want me to, just, want me to just keep talking. Yeah. It's, I, I literally do this every episode. I have a, ter- I have a terrible <laughs> bladder. Just keep talking. Cheers. Welcome okay. to the John Will show. <laughs> All right. So, so yeah, you know, I, I think with regards to, to big tech censorship, it, it's very easy to be corrupted. Um, it's very easy um, for these big tech things to to get out of whack and to control things the way they shouldn't be controlling. I think that that's what we've seen. Um, you know, when you when you look at something as innocent as a meme being fact checked, uh, being you know losing someone's monetization because of memes, uh, even satire is now being considered offensive. Um, I mean, telling jokes is supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. I mean, that's that's just how it is. Um, but I don't know, just a goofy world that we live in right now. It's really weird doing a monologue without anybody here. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, silence i finished my thought and i was like i really don't want to go on to something new and then catch you midway through so you can just literally happens every episode man literally happens every episode people just start plugging their social media or something um i do have something to bring up to you though yeah have you ever been banned or uh shadow banned because of a meme yeah, I st- yeah. Or fact checked because of a meme. I dude, I started a subreddit on Reddit that now has 20,000 members and I was IP banned from Reddit. I was in a silent coup. I was thrown out of my own subreddit. Yeah. Which is all about memes. Yeah. I had a I had a page on Facebook that had half a million followers and I got demonetized. I I was making really good money. I mean, I was probably making 
anywhere from 20 to 40 grand a month on Facebook for the videos I was putting out there. And they were all satirical videos, making fun of, you know, certain things. And, uh, it was all political based, but I got demonetized, which really ticked my wife off. Cause that was her Nordstrom and target money. But, um, but, uh, yeah, in fact, when I met with the president, I told him about the meme that I won't share with you here, but I, uh, about how I got banned from Facebook and it did make him belly laugh. So I do consider That's that right. one of my achieving crown achieving moments of my life of making president Trump belly laugh. Well, that, um, that is, that is fantastic. Um, yeah, but so I was, th- I was trying to think of like, yeah, how do you answer, how do you answer it? The. You know, I've, I've interviewed authors who specifically write about those, the Einsatz group and the shooting loom. All that stuff happened before the formation of the concentration camps. They were called the Einsatz group and the mobile death squads. There's a podcast I did like 50 episodes ago. With it, my first thought was we could say it's history, but then you instantly realize, well, every image is instantly history. Mm-hmm. You could then say, you know, you could then view it as a caption saying this needs to happen more. You could then say, hey, this is it. You're inciting violence. You're calling for this, right? And I would agree that that is illegal. Um, you post a picture of, you know, do you post a picture of Hiroshima and say this ended the war? Do you say this needs to happen again? Is that inciting violence? Uh, Satanism, you know, could you ban it? You could, but you would probably want to be up front and say this is a Judeo-Christian website, which yeah. in itself would then probably bottleneck a lot of content, most of my content probably wouldn't go there despite i think i'm a good person a lot of it's very vulgar all these things the only conclusion i can come to is what precedent do you set upon the formation or what are your terms of service and for something like is porn allowed well on the twitter you can let it you can let it fly but you're coming out from the get-go and saying we're not doing that but then i look at something like twitter And they're completely for pornography, which, hey, whatever, do your thing. It's your company. But they're also completely okay with with leaders of other nations quite literally calling for the extermination of the Jews. And Mm -hmm. when you have all that, although all despicable, I do respect in theory the idea of just a let it fly platform, you know, with the boundaries. You can't call for direct violence on someone, child pornography you know, maybe doxing someone's bank accounts, but they aren't following that. They're, they're trying to have their cake and eat it too. They're saying we're the everything flies platform. You can either see anal sex or you can see an article on home gardening, which again, I'm not for, but, or I get, but if you're going to say that, and if you're going to say Kathy Griffin can hold a picture of a severed head or Tom Arnold can say that Baron Trump should be put in a cage with pedophiles bold take but you gotta let it all fly and so my problem with them isn't even letting it off because i truly believe in just the freest speech i lost a brother to suicide in 2014 i'm never i don't like it but when i see memes about you know like zoomer memes about like guess i'm just gonna kill myself now i don't like that but i completely respect all free speech if you're gonna take that stance that means you also have to be okay with the guy in the white mask or the white hat saying black's got to go. And you also got to be okay with the, you know, the mullah or the Shah saying all Jews have to go. And you also got to be okay with Dr. Malone talking about the adverse effects of vaccines. So 
like I get and personally do agree with that approach. I mean, truly within the boundaries of like what is federal law, child mm-hmm. pornography, doxing bank accounts, military secrets, and inciting violence. But they're presenting themselves as that huge football field. But now they've also placed circles all within the field and it says, don't touch, don't mm-hmm. step in. Now we have internal lines yeah. that if you go over. And they're constantly out. moving. And they're constantly, constantly moving. moving and they're probably yeah. invisible. Yeah. So And they're expanding. How far right are you? Are you Alex Jones or are you just, did you appear on the Joe Rogan experience? So. Well, and, and even if you get, uh, even if you get some sort of warning, like you're being banned for 30 days, they never tell you why anymore. You know, like uh, I, I, I received, um, I, I shared a project Veritas video on Facebook. No, oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, no comment, no commentary, nothing. <laughs> and it was, uh, one of the Pfizer whistleblowers. Yeah. And I got banned for 30 days. All I did was share. I, I just pushed the share button. Yeah. I, I didn't even copy and paste. I shared their original post and I got banned for it. And it turned out that that whistleblower was hundred percent true. What happened in, in that, in that video and he got fired and everything that they were doing was true. And, 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 and so I, I think I, I hear what you're saying with regards to the freedom of speech, but from my perspective, believe me, I'm all for freedom of speech, but even freedom of speech has to have some sort of limitation on a social platform. And what I mean by that is Per, if you use, per that platform's owners and founders. Correct. And, you know, because there, even with Section 230, mm-hmm. there's still liability that's going to happen no matter yeah. what. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they're still going to figure out some way to sue you or make you as the platform liable for it. Yeah. And unfortunately for us, we don't have near the amount of, you know, digits in our uh, bank account that Facebook has, even though they lost $26 billion. Um, you sorry, know, we sorry don't, to interrupt, but even, even Apple, after the, um, the San Bernardino, Bernardino shootings, where the messages that the, that couple used to coordinate the attack was technically on behind an Apple encryption, Apple is worth $3 trillion and could go toe-to-toe with FBI. Yeah. Sorry. And they didn't want to unlock it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think... I know for us as a platform, what we're trying to do is something different. Um, if you go on to free space, you'll notice at the very top of the activity wall page, the homepage, you'll see two buttons. One says laugh and the other one says impact. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to make social media somewhat fun again. You know, if you look at one of the reasons why TikTok is so strong right now, even though it's a Chinese platform um, the reason why it's so strong is it gives you instant gratification and instant entertainment. And so you just keep flipping through all these random videos. What's interesting though, is most people don't realize that one out of every five videos on TikTok is sexual in nature. And so in your average age of user on TikTok is 14 years old. So you have kids that are being exposed to hypersexualization at a very young age which, you know, their developing brain, you know, the developing mind as they're going through puberty is not good. And so you see these kids that are exposed to pornography or soft porn, uh, soft porn for, uh, pornography soft at a very porn, young, yeah. um, at a very, at a very young age. And, um, and then everything that they're being susceptible, you know, they're being uh, uh, exposed to in schools in public schools with comprehensive sex ed and uh, all the, the new left wing um, 
you know, uh, culture shifts that we're seeing, these kids um, are being hypersexualized. And so what you're seeing now is an increase of, of teen pregnancies, teen suicide, cyberbullying, all this stuff that's happening. Um, and it's all, it all starts right at social media. That's where they're being exposed to everything. Um, so what we're trying to do with, with free space, with our, our, our two buttons at top, we're trying to incentivize our users to post positive, good, wholesome things. It may sound corny, but what we're actually trying to do is solve that social dilemma by stop making social media so daggum negative all the time where it's, oh, I hate Biden or Kamala's an idiot or Trump sucks or, you know, Lindsey Graham's a rhino or, you know, all this stuff that you hear on a daily basis. And what we're trying to do is, hey, push the laugh button and share a joke or, hey, share what you did, you know, to prank your wife or your husband or, you know, what are you doing to impact the world? Um, you know, what, what random acts of kindness did you experience today? And as they share that, they actually, we've gamified that system where they can actually earn badges and then those badges turn into monetary incentives. And so what we're actually doing is incentivizing people to be addicted to good things, to good positive things, instead of being addicted to, to social media where you're just a mindless drone flipping through TikTok videos on a daily basis. We're trying to have people share what they do outside of social media that is positive and good onto the platform. And that, and that's what really attracted Ben Carson to what we were doing because he sees um, how negative our culture has become. And if we just try to just instill a little, little good into society, I mean, if we try a little harder to be a little better uh, with our daily lives, um, you know, then, then we may actually see some change. And so that's what we're trying to do with our, with our 2.0 version it's all automatically integrated with AI. So if you post a picture like, oh, hey, I just coached my son's soccer team and had a great, you know, had a great time with my son. He did a great job. Well, our AI will be able to tell the context of that post. It will tell that it is positive and then you'll be rewarded. It will kind of go with the, the gamification and the badge process that we have. And the more positive things that you post, uh, the more incentives that you get. So that, that's one thing that we're trying to do um, to kind of curb the, the overall negativity and negative effects of, of social media today. Now, I agree with everything you just said. And, uh, you know, I'm friends with a lot of guys who become friends through this podcast, ex-Special Forces, ex-CIA. And uh, it's kind of become a running meme at how they'll say that how the world is. And I'll be like, but what if we all just get a So I personally agree with everything you say. I'm, you know, be, being horrifically depressed after my brother died for several years and almost committing suicide sure. myself. I I have found that I have to be optimistic simply to keep going forward. It's like a personal thing. But um so I agree with everything you're saying. I I I really do. Uh, I think most of us probably want to find that in life. That being said, as a private company that needs to be viable, sometimes sometimes the only way you can respond to something is through, and Hey, I don't agree with it, but Hey, maybe it's 2020. And you know, there's just one too many unarmed black guys getting killed. Now I don't agree with the response, but sometimes the response is burn down cities. I don't agree with it. Sometimes Mm -hmm. the response to a perceived stolen election is to raid the Capitol. I don't agree with breaking and doing that. Sometimes I just had on some truckers the other day. They called in from Ottawa like three days ago, four days ago. They're occupying Ottawa. Cool. I think they're blocking off the border. I don't know if that's legal or not. I'm not a lawyer. My point is, is sometimes, sometimes the only response is 
is anger. And I, I mean, all the examples I just gave maybe aren't good because those are all actions in the physical world and we're talking about the digital world. But so let's say even me, let's say um, I don't why interview doctors who have their licenses revoked for prescribing ivermectin. Right. And we're talking about that. And sometimes the only way they can express is just anger. They're like, I, I don't mm-hmm. get it. I'm board certified. I went to UCLA. I've been practicing for 35 years. I've seen 100,000 patients. And do you see as a private company that may be trying to push things towards a positive bent, although I 100% agree with that and like Ben Carson, I'm on board. A lot of people don't sometimes. And the other end of the spectrum is Twitter, where you get on and you're like, Hey guys, just voted today, and it's like burning hell, Nazi. And you're like, what? Like, but I also I'm an adult, and I have the freedom to go. I don't like Twitter; it makes me feel bad, and get off of it. Right? We don't need we don't need a, a nanny state telling us what is and what is and what is not good. Do you see that as potentially a bottleneck or a glass ceiling of trying to make things positive, or does it back up your prior statement in that? We're going to hyper decentralization. People will go there because they go, I like that app, man. It's a really positive one. If it's not for you, if you want to get on and bitch and scream, that's fine. Maybe Twitter's your thing. Do you think that that is a glass ceiling or like a limiting, are you limiting the total area you can go to by say, by kind of pushing more of like a, a positive bent on things? I think it is something that's never been tried before. I, I really do. Touche. Fair enough. I, I mean, um, you know, our, our motivating factor isn't the almighty dollar. I mean, we're, we're going to make money no matter what. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. But our, our motivating factor is much more grandiose. That's my big word of the day, by the way. Grandiose. Um, thank you. Thank you. Look, mom, I'm smart. Hey, mom, that's um, a big word. Grandiosity. <laughs> but no, I, I, I get what you're saying. I used to, to interrupt. For a while, I was always trying to, when I would get like depressed, whether five years ago or a week ago, there's like two news websites. I think one's like Positive News Network, PNN, and the other is like Uplifting News. Yeah. And I would just put those on my home screen just to click on something. And it's like, no, I get there's going to be war in Ukraine, but sometimes it's good to hear about an ex-football player who paid for a kid's heart transplant. So I get what you're saying. It, it really My, my favorite videos to watch on YouTube um, or TikTok – are the soldiers surprising their families when they come home? Mm-hmm. Uh, the birth announcements, mm-hmm. you know, letting their family know that they're pregnant. My, there's one where there's this guy, I mean, he's got no shirt on. He's got a big old long beard covered in tattoos. And they tell him he's going to be a grandpa. And he's like, are you effing kidding me? Are you effing kidding me? I'm going to be an effing grandpa. Holy effing blah, blah, blah. But it's, but you just feel that joy. Sure. And, um, and like in the soldier videos, the feeling that the feeling I get when I watch those, that that pure joy that you see in those families. I mean, there's a few times I'm not a very emotional person, except when you watch Old Yeller, because, you know, that you're supposed that's the only movie that men are allowed to cry in, you know, when they shoot that dog. But um, but I, 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 I tear up a bit when I, when I see, you know, because I'm a father of four kids and I see the little girls or little boys run into their dad, you know, daddy's sure. home. Sure. Um, but I feel that feeling that I, that I feel when I watch those videos, I feel that that is the same feeling that we will have when we see our loved ones again that we've lost. Yeah. 
you know, when we see, you know, like that, that, that pure joy of reuniting with somebody. Yeah. And, and I have found that those videos, and if you watch those videos, if you look at the view counts, I mean, they're in the tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions. Yeah. And so when, when I, when I look at this and say, okay, what type of content gets the most views? It's the happy, upbeat stuff, um, the positive stuff. And so for us with free space, especially with our 2.0 platform, what we, what we are building right now, and you'll understand this because, you know, you, you come from the influencer world. Um, no, 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 I, no, I don't. Nobody's watching this. It's just us. Oh, it's just us. It's just us. Yeah, no, you can end the interview if you want. You're, you're not getting it. No, sorry. No. <laughs> that's, that's why you can get up and, and go to the restroom yeah, halfway just, through the interview. Hey, well, I've t- uh, I also did that with the inventor of the mRNA vaccine. So, yeah, hey, there you go. There you go. Uh, equal opportunity. Um, so, you know, I, I think if you look at if, if you look at all the content that's out there, w- what we wanted to do is we wanted to build a platform that champions content creators and rewards them for all their hard work. Because coming, you know, I, I used to be an influencer. I mean, I, I, I mean, I didn't have a huge audience, but I mean, I, you know, had half a million, I had half a million followers. Mm-hmm. My reach was huge on Facebook back in the day where my weekly reach was over 30 million people. Um, you know, my, my um, engagement was about 30% of those people on average, which is a huge engagement. Yeah, yeah, you know, no, engagement is likes, comments, and shares. And, and so like, I knew how to put out really good content. But the monetization side of it never made sense to me because, you know, if you if you posted a video that was three minutes or longer on Facebook and as long as it was approved for monetization, I mean, you can make some decent money on it if you, if you got a lot of views. But if they were never transparent on how much money you could actually make. So what we have done is with our 2.0 version coming out later this spring, we have created four, almost, we're, we're working on the fifth one right now. So let's just say five avenues of monetization for content creators. So it's not just ad breaks, you know, on a pre-roll ad or an ad break in the middle of a video uh, that you'll get a rev share on. But what we've done is we've taken, and this is a horrible way to describe it uh, because it it automatically puts a thought in your mind, but we've basically taken the OnlyFans model Mm -hmm. of monetization. And for those of you who have never been on OnlyFans, I don't recommend it's all porn, but what they've done is you... If you want to follow somebody, you subscribe and you pay to subscribe to them. You know, most of them are free, but like if you want exclusive content. So let's say that I'm Glenn Beck and Glenn Beck wants to, you know, he's going to release a... a Glenn Beck goes on OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's say he goes, he creates a free space account. He wants to have only exclusive content that it's not even on his Blaze app. He wants to, to release an exclusive video for 20 bucks or 15 bucks onto free space. We take a 20% cut, he gets 80% of it. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's just as clear cut as that. So if you are a content creator, let's say that you're a music artist and you want to sell your album, you don't want to deal with um, any of the record labels anymore because you only make six cents on the dollar. So we become that distribution uh, arm uh, for you. So you can sell your album on free space and in our content marketplace, you get 80%, we get 20%. And, um, you know, we also have uh, something called paid DMs, where if I wanted to, um, let's say I wanted to send a direct message to the Hodge twins, uh, to Keith and Kevin Hodge, 
And, uh, you know, cause you think, you know, they're, they're hilarious comedians they are funny. Uh, and so I want to send a, an instant message to them. Well, the only way that they're going to get paid is if they open it and respond. And so what that does is it forces the, it forces the engagement on the influencer side with their audience so they can actually get paid. And so there's all these different avenues, you know, tipping, live stream tipping, like you'd see on Twitch. Um, there's these different features that we're throwing into the mix in order to, to let the content creators know, hey, you can go spout your mouth off on Twitter, on True Social, on Clout Hub, where, wherever you want to spout your mouth on, you're going to make your money with us. This is where, this is where you're going to make your living. And I've, I've always been of the mindset in my entire professional career, I love helping people become successful. Um, there's, no, there's no greater joy in my life than seeing someone succeed. I love seeing someone succeed. And, and I have failed more times than I could possibly count, but I know the joy of success. And if I can create that platform or that atmosphere for someone to truly succeed and for them to, you know, to create this, this platform for them to, to provide for themselves and their families to achieve whatever dreams that they may have, whatever aspirations they may have, I want to be able to do that. Because I truly see free space as, um, as a platform that can really help people be who they want to be. Um, because Facebook doesn't allow you to do that. You know, Facebook limits your reach. You know, if you have a million followers on Facebook and you post something, less than 1% of your followers actually see your posts. You know, um, whereas with us, we don't have those type of reach limiting, reach limiting algorithms. You know, you post something, every single one of your followers will see it. Um, you know, there's a lot of cool stuff that we're trying to, that we're doing right now that we even have in our current platform that really connects the, uh, the content creators or the influencers with their audience. And um, we feel that that's how it needs to be. And I think, I think big tech has, has just gotten so stuck up and, uh, and too powerful where they've really lost track of who their customer and who their market really is. And that's why people are leaving in droves. That's why Facebook's daily active user rate dropped for the first time in 15 years last week Yeah, uh, because people are just sick of it. And so they're going to TikTok or they're going to these alternative platforms like Getter or Gab or Clout Hub because they're just sick of all the politics and the control and tyrannical mindset that big tech has. Yeah. Um, it does. I just threw a lot at you. No, 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 dude, I don't, no, I don't care. That's fine. No, it does. Uh, you're right. You know, those those positive videos having a ton of views, there is sort of like a, a need that's not being met because we're, you know, what was my first reaction? I was like, what is the viability of that? That in itself is like kind of a negative mindset. And it's like, well, no one's tried this before. And who knows? Maybe maybe it is limited. Maybe it's unlimited. Maybe it's the, the untapped thing. Um, but there always is going to be people are always going to want to just discuss again within those big inciting violence, child pornography, nudes of other people, you know, all those things. People are always just going to want to discuss everything. And it kind of almost seems like maybe there isn't a one size fits all like YouTube. YouTube was able to do it because we were kind of going into this uncharted territory and they were the first to put the stakes down and go, this is our land. We did a thing. Yeah. So you kind of could bring everything in. Right. Um, 
but as it became just grown exponentially and it's really touching like every person on the globe well now to have something that is viable for everyone and there are kids on the platform too and you know there are things like you know youtube like mini player for kids or like is this you know 18 or older but as you're getting to that point you're i think that maybe is like what's like the flattening to borrow tim dillon is like the flattening of content because they want the thing that is viable to the most number of people. I can, I can chill prescription glasses. I can chill Uggs. I can chill football cleats or trombones. But I mean, if I really want to go just like basic center of the line, like Walmart brand water, like, right. And there's really nothing special about it, but that's how you're going to get the most people. Now, if I want to go, gaming computer that's you're you're immediately kind of instantly getting into smaller and smaller most people will never need a microphone like you or i have they just don't they don't care yeah with that early on they are pretty awesome microphones they are very great but early on it seems like youtube was able to do that and facebook was able to do that because unlike this hyper individualization of do you want prescription glasses or microphones or water it was like, well, no one was able to offer any of it. It took a bunch of capital to get started. So they could just, they just had the corner of the market. Everything's here. Mm-hmm. It was like the online Walmart. But now as it's no longer this like magical new thing, like, oh, the Facebook. And it's like, now it's just like new app, new app, new phone, new whatever. Maybe like there can't be like an overarching one size fits all. Like, if you have this content, kids will find it. Well, we have 18 or... Yeah, when I was 10, I knew not to click on... Are, are you under 18? Oh, shucks, I guess I am. No, it's whatever. You're going to find yeah. it. I mean, I was 11, like, learning how to pirate music, right? And mm-hmm. I'm technologically illiterate. So maybe there is, like, a limitation. Maybe you just can't... You just can't have everything in one spot. So if you're going to have, like, a positive space or you're going to have, like, a toxic political space like Twitter or you're going to have TikTok... You're going to have just Instagram, like very like limbic system oriented, right? Like bodies, abs, boobs versus who knows? Maybe it really is just that it's just like early life, unicellular to multicellular to small organisms with organelles to coming up on land to flying. Eventually, like early on, you can have like one form of life and it's just cells like dividing because there's nothing else. But it's also mm-hmm. not very specific and it's also not very impressive. But there's like 100 trillion per cubic whatever mile in the ocean. Move forward to 2022 and it's not – you can't have one size fits all. You can have humans doing like weird things with technology or you can have birds flying or you can have like weird creepy sharks at the bottom of the ocean. But none of us can do everything. Mm-hmm. And it might just be that that is – it might not be like a conscious thing. It might just be like that's sort of like a law of nature unfolding as we get more hyper specified and as things get more advanced. Like one doctor, you go in and you you learn a specialty and a subspecialty. It's not like 200 years ago where it's like, here's Bob. He just kind of does everything. It's like, no, like, are you a brain surgeon? What kind of brain surgeon? Are you an eye surgeon? Are you a psychiatrist? Are you a schizophrenic psychiatrist? Are you mm-hmm. a like whatever forensic psychologist? All these, it might just be this gradual, further and further, like fractal deviation into things. And 
yeah, maybe that's the way to go. You just create your own platform and say, this is it, which kind of brings me back to my original question. Is the big overarching control structure, where do you get the platform? Apple, is it, is it on the App Store? Is it on the Android Store? Where do you, is it on AWS? I guess that's my concern is because we can get more and more specialized and more and more decentralized. But as long as there are still just a couple giant structures that everything is on, in a way, nothing has changed because they could still just say canceled. You're done. Well, and that's and that's where we're in a unique position, especially with our 2.0 version, where our uh, our new platform will be autonomous um, because uh, we we will be on our own private cloud network that we own. Um, we will our new platform that has desktop and mobile web capability. Um, will be on that private cloud and will open up. Like if you if we get banned from Apple or Google Play, all we have to do is just open up a browser on Safari or Chrome okay. and save it to the home screen, and you have the app in the form of a mobile web platform, but it's identical. We're we're making sure that you won't be able to tell the difference between the mobile web version and the app version. So that's why we're becoming autonomous. So in order to be truly autonomous, you have to have your own platform. You have to have your own ad network, which we have. You have to have your own servers, which we have. You have to have your own banking solutions, which we have. Uh, we, you have to have your own, um, uh, my mind just went blank. So we got. Banking, so, ads, ba- servers. Yeah. Well, eventually you have to have your own internet service provider. Ah, yeah. um, and then eventually your own satellite provider. But that's when I, you know, if we ever take this thing off, if, we, if we're able to, to get into the billions upon billions range, then yeah, we'll look at that. But in order to be truly, truly autonomous, you have to have, um, you have to own your own internet service provider. And we were actually really close on buying one last year. Um, unfortunately, the deal fell through at the last minute, but that would have given us quite a bit of uh, reach uh, in, in the United States with regards to, um, uh, to internet service uh, providing. It's even on the, the, the reservations, the, the Native American reservations across the country. Um, but then also, you know, the satellite component, you know, because everything is going more digital through satellite. Um, and then the other thing is a cryptocurrency um, where, um, you know, crypto is, you know, I know Facebook tried launching their own crypto and that failed miserably. Um, but we are we are in the process of launching one right now as well. I won't give any too, de- too, too many details out of it now, but it is available for pre-sale. Um, but uh, but our, ours uh, will have an asset-backed crypto coin. Um, so we, we, it, we won't be just a, an NFT. We'll actually have an asset that backs up uh, this particular crypto in order to make it very viable. Um, but, you know, that we're, we're going to be implementing that into our reward system, you know, where, you know, as you're posting posting positive things, guess what? You'll get crypto with it too. Um, so, so there's a lot of interesting things that we're, we're trying out right now because we are of the mindset, if, if we don't try it, who will? Mm-hmm. You know, if, if we don't stand for something, if we don't uh, try to provide a platform that could truly solve the social dilemma, who's going to do it? You know, and that's why when, when it comes down to everything, our values speak volumes. Um, you know, and, and when I, when I'm on TV, like whether I'm on Newsmax or whatever, um, you know, I always, I always point out the fact that we are not in the business of tracking your movements. We are not in the business of controlling your thoughts or your ideas or your opinions. We just don't care about that. 
you know, there are other platforms that that's all they care about. They, they, all they want to do is control you and keep you in check. Not us. Hmm. I want you to be successful. I want you to have an opinion, to learn and gather as much information you can from whatever source. And I also give you the opportunity to be an adult and find out for yourself if that information is factual or not. It's not my job to police it for you. You're, you're, you know, we, we believe in big boys and big girls figuring out things for themselves. And uh, I think so often in life, our society has become so dependent on someone else to tell you what's factual and, what, and what's not, instead of you going out and finding out for yourself. And that needs to change. Yeah. As kind of a side note, that's, I always ask people when they're like, Tom, you're spreading misinformation for interviewing McCullough or Malone. I always ask, were you personally duped? Did you, did they say, go take ivermectin and you took it and now you're in the hospital or whatever? And they go, well, no, no. And I say, why not? And they say, because I'm not an idiot. Then well, who come, determines if it's misinformation or well, not? Well, this is my, this is my point is I go, if you weren't, were you tricked by the flat earth misinformation? No, I'm not an idiot. Well, if, if you can say, no, I'm not an idiot. Why can't literally every other person on the earth say, I'm not an idiot? And the, re- the answer is, is because deep down they think they know what's best. And to me, sure. it's so much more dangerous than any misinformation is to go. The, the average man is too dumb. I figured it out. I didn't get duped. Joe Rogan didn't pull a fast one on me, but the average idiots over here can't. So I know what's that's so much worse than saying the moon's made out of cheese. Like, dude. Well, and that and that brings up a point where. You've got a, a part of society that's all about empowering the individual. And then you've got another part of society that's empowering the community. And so you, yet you, you know, we being conservative, um, we're all about individuality and individualism. The, the left is all about communal beehive type of mindset where you are told what to think, what to do. You are under the control of a hive type of mentality. And if you don't fall into this line, if you're more over here, we're going to sting you to death because we're a bunch of bees and we're going to sting you until you, you either join with us or you die. And, and, and that's, and that's really the battle that we're seeing right now. In, in, In my opinion, I mean, it's, you have those that stand for Liberty. Liberty means power of the individual. And you have those that want to destroy Liberty because they want everything to be done from a communal hive where a group of people up top tell you what to think and what to do. And you look at the extremes of that. You look at North Korea where everything they do is, is for the good of society. You know, they're all, they're all equal. They're all equally poor, equally hungry, but everyone, every, no one's better than the other. You got the big fat guy at the top, you know, Kim Jong-un, you know, eating his powdered donuts and, uh, but out, everyone else, they all have jobs. They all work in the salt mines as slaves. But at the end of the day, equal. everybody's equal. Yeah. It's uh, And the most insane thing is, is they're also all about empowering the minority. But metaphorically and biologically, there is no more unique minority than the individual human. Your DNA, your genome, your, yeah. your mutations and your genetic code. You, or the things that just make you you, the music you like, the experiences you had, the things you laugh at, the things you want. There is no more of an oppressed minority than the individual. The I only, agree. The only one on par with John Wills is Tommy Kerrigan, is Donald Trump, is Joe Biden, is Aaron Rodgers, is Nicki Minaj, is Neil Young, 
There is nothing more unique than each of us. So, hey, I'm with it. Let's champion the minorities, which yeah. is all 7 billion of us. Yeah. So now we're back at the starting block. Um, yeah. We'll wrap this up in a minute. Stupid question. I want to go back when you're talking about, you know, let's say they get rid of the app. And so you have to open it on like Safari or Chrome, which I have. Yeah, I have stuff on my phone that like is just I have it saved on my desk on my home screen. It's just, yeah, like a like a Safari link. Well, Gab Gab is mo- mobile web only. So really? Like they, they don't have an app. Yeah. It's, it's mobile web only. It's got something on Gab. Maybe I'm on the wrong Gab. Um, but maybe you're on Gob. Gob. Oh, God. Did I? Oh, Gob. Um, yeah. You know, but, I don't even know if there is an app called Gob. I don't know Probably. Trademark. We, we won't upload this episode. Let's first trademark it. But <laughs> so something like it's, you know, cages visited on Chrome, right? Just whatever. Are those, and this is just my misunderstanding of technology, could those still block you? Or are those like a portal to just the internet at large? It's just an internet at large portal. Okay. I mean... Even if even if Google and Safari, you know, Apple and Google tried blocking those URLs, you could still bring it up on something Duck DuckDuckGo or whatever, you know, fu- you know, Firefox. DuckDuckGo uh, is not a browser, right? That's a it's a no. It's oh, a they made a browser. All right. I'm yeah, a, yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. I was just trying to because I'm with you. I'm I'm trying to cover all bases on. Oh, that's the other thing I want to bring up is ultimately, and this is the optimist in me. I do think all of this censorship is going to end up serving a greater purpose because like when you overuse antibiotics or disinfectants in the hospital, that's how you get like MRSA, right? Isn't, isn't methicillin resistant, whatever, or antibiotic resistant. That's how you get these super bugs that mm-hmm. we've been using penicillin and now they're resistant to that. So now we use amoxicillin, but we've been using that for 20 years. So now they're also resistant to that. The only way to truly get rid of them is like you have to put like the surgical tools in like a furnace, Mm-hmm. So short of truly killing them, you can't just you can't just kind of get because as you push them to extinction, you end up you know kills ninety nine point nine percent of germs. Well, now that point one percent has some mutation that allows them to survive the disinfectant, and now those ones because everyone else is dead, now those multiply, and now a hundred percent of the new population is resistant, and now you got to bring in a new disinfectant. In that way we're kind of they're driving evolution of liberty and free speech to be cheesy and use like a covid like they're driving like freedom variants because before this even me in just two short years i'm on youtube i don't need to be on anything else and then i noticed like one of my videos was like flagged so i was like okay maybe i should buy an external hard drive not just keep them on youtube that was like the first step and then it was like oh i got suspended okay well now i need to go to BitChute and odyssey and Oh man, now it's like my thing is I can't even find them. Like I'm IP banned from that website. Okay, maybe I should have multiple hard drives. Maybe I should put them on somewhere else. Now what you're talking about, right, is what did we learn? We can't just go to a new app. Do you have your own servers? Do you have your own ad debanked? You can get debanked, right? Mike Lindell just was under uh, Operation Choke Point, which I think was put in place on either late Bush or early Obama. Mm -hmm. You're seeing these things as they're, they're just trying to kill you at different areas. But like those antibiotics, you're just pushing them to become more survival oriented. So now we have people like you and I that it's like it's not just enough to have an app. It's like server, uh, yeah, servers, internet service provider, one day a satellite, but our own money solutions. Hell, literally create our own money with crypto. 
that's the positivity. That's the optimism I have is it's like they're just driving these things to be so hard to kill. If you mm-hmm. if you don't overstep or overplay your hand and you just you ban an Alex Jones and then maybe like a year later you ban a Milo. If you just pluck them off, no one has the incentive financially or I guess personally to go, I'm going to build my own app. But when they overplay their hand, when they prescribe penicillin to everyone, ban, 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 hate speech, ban, medical misinformation. Now you have enough people that are like, y'all just want to start our own thing. And then they're like, uh, all right, well, uh, Amazon web services won't let you use them. Y'all just want to start our own servers. Uh, okay. Well now they can't make any money. Y'all just want to get our own bank. Well, now you can't, y'all just want to start crypto. Like, they're just pushing this thing to become impossible to kill. And it's a beautiful thing because that levels the playing field for everyone. So 20 mm-hmm. years in the future, maybe there's big conservative tech and they're banning everything on the left. And human history would show that with that power, it probably will happen. You'll start banning all leftist talking points. But this this whole decentralization war will have taken place in the 2020s that now you won't be able to. And then eventually when the technology supersedes to a point where you can, it'll all play out again. Yeah, and I, I think that's definitely happening. I mean, that was a conversation that we had with the president and his team was all about being completely autonomous. Yeah. You know, the, it, you know an uncancel culture, you know, or an uncancelable, yeah. uncancelable culture. And um, in order to do that, you have to control everything, your, your whole world, your whole, your whole being, existence. And... It's very expensive. It's very tough, but at least he listened to us because that's exactly what he's doing with True Social. I mean, that's what Rumble's doing right now because Rumble was originally on IBM servers. And now uh, with their big investment, the reason why they can offer Joe Rogan $100 million is because they got Peter Thiel as a a main investor now. But but yeah, I mean, everyone's, everyone's starting to jump on that bandwagon of doing your own thing. And AWS, in fact, you know, the conversations that we had with them, in fact, we actually have a good relationship with Amazon, but, um, you know, they, they realized that this was a huge issue for them when they, cause you never hear them shutting down anything else. It was the parlor one that they shut down. And for them, that was a huge PR nightmare for them. Cause I don't think they realized when they did it, just what a negative impact that would have, you know, you're silencing 10 million people like that. And so, um, you know, I, I think what we're going to see now, just like you said, is that that's going to be the future. It's going to be everyone's going to have their own thing, uh, their own servers, um, you know, private clouds, even though they're expensive right now. That's that's the way it's going to be. And you're not going to rely on at Microsoft Azure or AWS or or, you know, any of these other you know big server farms. You know, you're going to just have your own. And, uh, you know, with the banking systems, you're going to want to find banks that can. Um, that's not going to cancel you because of your ideology. Uh, that's one of the reasons why we partnered with uh, a bank out of Missouri called Lime Bank, Lime like the fr- uh, fruit, um, you know, that they, they won't cancel you because of your ideology and, and they've become great partners for us. Um, so, you know, I, 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 think, I think we're starting to see an awakening happen, you know, where people are just fed up. I, I, you know, I, I think COVID was the biggest mistake the left made and I, and I truly put it all on them because the gain of function research that was done over Fauci's uh, watch, um, the fact that they used this, this epidemic or this pandemic as a way to oust President Trump from office. I mean, 
you know, a year before the election, I told everyone, I said, okay, there's, there's two things that are going to happen this next year. Cause they couldn't get him on Russia collusion. They couldn't get him on the impeachment stuff, the Ukraine phone call. They couldn't nail him on any of that stuff. But the, there's two things that he won't be able to control. Number one's a race war. And number two is a pandemic. And I said, so I said, just watch and see, you're going to see a race war during the summertime and you're going to see a pandemic in some way, shape, or form. Because every two years, there's always some yeah, disease Zika, that comes out. Swine, Bird flu, yeah, SARS, SARS yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Um, you know, the Kardashian flu. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's uh, there's always something that comes out. And and the fact that this was, they, they, they structured this to be global. Um, to be a global thing. So to make it blend in and make it look yeah. like this was yeah. a natural thing. A I'm not a conspiracy him. theorist, but I, I'm not oh, also, I but I'm also not a freaking idiot and I understand politics. I understand. I've been studying politics for over 20 years. I, I understand how it works. I did the marketing for it too. I understand the messaging that they use and the words that they use. And uh, this 100% what everything that we've seen was planned. I've also, and, I've also interviewed literal bioweapons experts. Yeah, like from the Soviet Union, like yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 a hundred percent what this was. But you're right; it's they overplayed their hand. They played it well. Like you have to respect your. Oh enemy. yeah, they played 2020 well. Riots, mail-in ballots, just fervor. Yep. Hey, respect your enemy. <laughs> they they played it well. However, they overplayed it. Right, the U.S. the original canceling was us canceling Hiroshima and Nagasaki, and I'm not even trying to be mm-hmm. funny. It was us canceling that. Four years later, in 1949, Valenti Beria really pushed forward and got the atomic bomb working for the Soviets. Well, now we both had them. Now we both had bombers. Then they had Sputniks. We had to start building rockets. Now we could reach each other with nuclear weapons and thermonuclear weapons. It became this stalemate, and it seems evil, and it seems, so what do we start doing? A great book called Raven Rock. Just interviewed the author the other day. We start building bunkers, NORAD, Mount Weather, uh, Raven Rock, Site R, which is the same, Greenbrier, all these big bunkers, and they're so complete. They like banking and everything. They've got air purifiers. They've got like a thousand years of dried food. Uh, NORAD actually has its own lake within the mountain of like mm-hmm. something like two billion uh, gallons of clean drinking water. They have their own generators. They've got enough armaments for like a 30-year war. They've become so autonomous and uncancelable that what did that lead to? Aside from you know their skirmishes, Korea – Vietnam, war on terror. But if you look at the number of deaths total and percentage, percentage of deaths of humans of the current population, it's been going down since 1945. It doesn't seem like it because we still have mm-hmm. so much. It's been going down since up until then, it had been rising, rising all throughout the centuries up until 1945. And now it's been going down. Why? On paper, it seems terrifying because we've all got nukes pointed at each other. But it's also been, what, 77 years of truly incomparable peace. And again, it makes light of it to consider 9-11 and Ukraine. But that is what's happening. But why? Because one of us decided to cancel the other and everyone went, oh shit, we can get canceled. And it just went completely decentralized. And now, still have skirmishes. We don't have a world war. Knock on wood. We don't have a world war and we haven't for 77 years. That's kind of how I view all of And this. I'm actually surprised that we haven't been hit over the last 12 months because we are the weakest we have ever been, well, it's in my be- opinion. It's because of 
we're all uncancelable. Everyone has news yeah. pointed at each other. If you cancel someone else, you're by default going to get canceled. Yeah. So it's sort of this beautiful, we're walking a razor's edge, but it's sort of this beautiful m- mode of like, oh, you can't, there is no first strike. There is no decapitation. You try to cancel them here, they've got their own bank. And by the yeah. time, it, it has led to the ability for things to, they do escalate. We don't have to worry mm-hmm. about it always going to nuclear war. So that's kind of how I view all of this is maybe the canceling is good. Maybe it was like an inoculation to our global cyber immune system. So now we go, oh, canceling is possible. Not just on Facebook, your actual server, your actual banking system. Hell, the U.S. dollar. Maybe we need crypto. So Elon Musk is going, hey, what if Earth gets canceled? So he's just going to Mars. Well, and, and even with China, with their uh, social credit score. Yeah. I, I mean, that's that's starting to be implemented here as well. 100%. Uh, you know, where, country. you know, depending on, on how you are on social media, yeah. or, you know, what you buy and all that will yeah. determine who you who, you, who, who, could, who you can work with, you know. Yeah. So. Are you pro are you pro COVID vax? Did you ever post a MAGA meme? Like, it's very much, there's a soft rollout here, but I, in, in perfect, I guess, accordance with uh, free spaces, I, I do think that it's, I think it's going to come out for the better. I, I genuinely, if I, yeah. I, I wouldn't be doing this. If I thought there was no future in my pocket, uh, dude, I'd hightail it. I'd reapply to medical school. I'd be like, this is not the thing. I genuinely think it's going to be, it's going to work out well. Well, and I'll, and I'll end with this. Yeah. Um, if I could explain or describe all the God moments that we've had as a company mm-hmm. in the last 14 months, because that's, that's how long we've been around for is 14 months. Mm-hmm. We launched in the app store on February 1st of last year, but we have had so many, so many God moments. And what I mean by that is things that are not coincidental. Yeah. Things that were definitely divine. Um, the fact that three weeks after we launched, nobody knew we were coming out. We, we just did a soft launch, no fanfare, no press releases, nothing. And the fact that we were sitting at Mar-a-Lago with President's team three weeks after we launched yeah. is, is unheard of. The okay. fact that um, we were blessed to have Dr. Ben Carson join our advisory board that same month. Yeah. Um, you know, the fact that we're in 176 countries now with zero marketing. We haven't spent any marketing dollars yet. Um, you know, the, the fact that we have some of the names that we do and some of the organizations that we do on our platform with no marketing dollars. Um, there's been a lot of great things happening and, and even some of the partnerships that we put together right now, and we're, we're going to be doing a big announcement in the next week or two on uh, a new um, healthcare plan called Free Space Health that's going to be available oh, cool. to, to not, everyone, not only in the U.S., but we can actually make this global. Um, with a company that we've just partnered with and that it's all Obamacare exempt. Um, you know, it's heck of a lot cheaper on your premiums and your, um, your, it's um, amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I, I know like for me, I'm paying half of what I was paying when I was with United health. Um, and I've got a family of, you know, I've got four kids and a wife. And, um, so we're, we're getting ready to launch that. And, uh, the, the one caveat is if you want the discounts with the, with what we offer, you got to have a free space account. There's the, ha- <laughs> there's the hammer. <laughs> is it that, isn't that difficult? Yeah. No. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of cool things that we're working on right now. 
um, that God has truly had his hand in. And I know for us, we just have to be worthy of it. Mm-hmm. And so we have to stay humble. We have to be able to, to maintain our integrity. And that's one thing that, that I really hold, I really hold myself accountable to is every day I wake up, if I look in the mirror, if I don't trust the guy that I see on a daily basis, I got a real problem. Yeah. And, and so that's, that's the message that we're bringing to everybody about free space is uh, the world can be better. Um, you know, there's a, there, there is a, a lot of positivity in this world and uh, we're trying to, to put it on the main source of information that everybody gets all their information from um, is social media. And so if we can, if we can help people get addicted to good, you know, to have them, you know, pay it forward to do random acts of kindness, to impact the world in a positive way, um, you know, one little good thing at a time, eventually it will grow and scale. Absolutely. And, um, you know, there, there, is a, there is a thought in my mind um, where that inevitable day when I do meet my maker and, you know, there's a few questions that he's going to ask me. I jokingly say he's got a couple days, you know, marked out on his calendar for my judgment. But, yeah. uh, you know, this is going to take, this is going to take some time, son. But um, I didn't know he was from Alabama either. But, no, no, he, um, yeah, a lot of people don't know that. He's, he's from yeah, Birmingham. He's from the South. Yeah. Um, but, um, but no, I, I, I know he's going to say, what did you do to build my kingdom? And what did you do with the opportunities that I specifically gave you? And I know free space. I, I, I testify with every fiber of my being that free space was inspired by him. And uh, we have to make sure that we're, we're worthy enough to, to, to carry this out the right way and have the right intentions or else we're going to just disappear like everybody else that tried doing this. So I think, I think we have something unique here. I, then again, I may be wrong, um, but uh, I think with the team that we have and the values that we have and the direction and mission and vision that we have, I think we're onto something pretty great. I think that's beautiful. It makes me, there's one quote I like, you die, go up, you see God. And he looks at you and goes, how is heaven? He gave you all the pieces. It's like yeah. a Lego set. You're supposed to build it. I thought, yeah. no, no, no. I, that was heaven. What'd you do with it? It was hell. Yeah. Well, you put it together the wrong way. All right, yeah. we'll do it again. Go back down. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a cool one. Um, that's true. But um, yeah, man, thanks for coming on. And, uh, yeah, Tommy, love to have you on Free Space. I'd love to be um, on. I'll, I'll start. I'll I know. We'll, uh, I'll set we'll it up today. And, yeah, we'll I'll, put your uh, we'll put your channel on there, and we'll give you a verified account. So yeah, that would yeah, be awesome. We'll get you on there. I also uh, I can make that decision because I'm the big boss. Yeah, I am so. the big boss. <laughs> <laughs> to be friends with the king. There's um, that humility I'm talking about right yeah, there. As we just throw it completely out the window. We're like, heavy lies <laughs> the crown, bitches. Bow down, peasants. We them boys Boom. now. Where you at, Zuckerberg? We're the new big tech. Just start silencing every- everyone's like, what happened to Tommy and John? Hey, Zuckerberg, I'll see you at WrestleMania, fool. <laughs> <laughs> like, what happened to Tommy and John? They went full dictator and like like three minutes. <laughs> just, yeah. Just get control. But what you're uh, real quick, what you're saying about the, the, the free space health, all the doctors I've interviewed, you can go through. I've, I've been world renowned doctors. That's kind of the common theme that's come up in the last like three weeks. A lot of them are talking about, they're like, we just have to build like a parallel health system. So, um, there's th- I, I truly believe in this is a very strong statement. I truly believe what we are building right now, this, this is a, bold statement. This will solve the healthcare crisis with what we've put together. And that's a very, very strong statement. But when you get doctors looking at what we're doing, they'll be like, definitely. Uh, literally on the phone, on the episode last 
Wednesday with the truckers from Ottawa. Some of the people calling in were physicians. I mean, physicians mm-hmm. that have testified before, and they're coming on saying, "Oh yeah, no, we're we're going to start building like micro hospitals. Like we have to break away from this. the The tide is moving in that direction. Might as well catch the wave." Oh, and the socialized medicine there is an absolute joke in Canada. Yeah, I mean it's an absolute. Well, these were joke. these were American physicians who were up in Ottawa, but that's oh, okay. it. Um, they crossed that, the border. Yeah. Please. That being said, uh, yeah, please do go through. Um, I'm far too busy to go find them and listen more. Go through, just go through my library. If there's any of the doctors yeah. you want to talk to, I can't promise that you can, I can put you in touch with, but there's probably like an above 50% chance I can, if that would help to just have them on and talk about free space health or whatever you want. Any way yeah. I can help, let me know and I'll try to help. Likewise. That's awesome, dude. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, Hey, I will, uh, I'll email you when this episode's up and text to Elise and, um, yeah. Thank you very much, man. Sounds good. Well, thanks, buddy. Nice meeting you. You as well. Godspeed. God bless. God bless America, everybody. Stay safe. Do the right thing. Recording stopped. Appreciate it, man. Peace.